0: Welcome to Mirror Mirror, the Unapologetic Podcast. And this is your host, Diane Sassano. Since Father's Day is almost upon us, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I know in this time, in this in in this stage of, of um, the physical plane, which is here in this world, um, we are honoring, you know, the female energy, which is foremost in the forefront of of healing this planet um, nurturing because that's what the f- feminine energy does is nurture and heal and you know brings the planet vibration up but I want us to at this time not forget the the male energy or the father's per se um, the importance of their role in our lives and in this world and what they bring um, to the planet. Um, I know it's fatherhood is personal but it's also universal. We have you know conceptual ideas surrounding fatherhood. Some of us have real fathers and fathers who were here for us and fathers who were not here for us. Um, Some who provided um, financial support for our families or failed to do so. Fathers who loved us or neglected us and fathers who were our role models or gave us something to rebel against. Some fathers may have been there for us and at other times maybe they weren't there for us. There's always those in-between times that fathers um, show back up in your life and we second guess or second think why they're there, but the universe is amazing. So it takes a lot to process reconciling the idea that fathers reside in our, fathers do reside in our minds. And that with a father, we actually have um, fertile ideas that can teach us a great deal about ourselves through the father being. Excuse me, our fathers or relationship with our fathers um, will affect our relationships with other men who come into our lives which is huge I know because I have a daughter and I know that her dad played a big role in how she viewed men and how she how she went into a relationship and what she knew she wanted and didn't want and what was acceptable and wasn't acceptable so kind of like boundaries so fathers have a way of doing that and that's a that's a beautiful thing knowing um, how a man should appropriately treat you and respect you and all that good stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm battling the cold here. So in, in that respect, um, with dad's fathers, um, that's, a, that's a great thing is to have that perspective from not only the female point of view, but also from the masculine point of view. So you may have to learn and behave and think in certain ways because that's the way that your father acted and thought. You know, he had maybe talents that maybe you possess or characteristics that you possess that have been passed down to him, uh, from him to you. And you need to look at those things and honor those things. You also may sometimes have personal issues that you inherited by virtue of who your dad is, or your father is. The most important thing I can tell you is you need to understand how your relationship with your father has influenced you and, and how sometimes it may be able to help you better understand yourself in a life that you're, cre- you're creating or you have created. And I know that there's a lot of um, mothers and children that you know have absent uh, fathers in their lives for whatever reason but they did play a role and they did teach them something and and if it's a lesson that you learned it's not necessarily something whether it 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 was a good thing or a bad thing the lesson here is what you learn from it and how and how you respond to it so if you received a trait or a characteristic from your father that or something from him that you, that mirrored or, you know, that you mind that you just took on, you can it's up to you. It's your choice whether you keep it or not keep it. If it helps you to grow as a person and, and gives you a place to make you think, make you make you grow, make you outstretch your imagination. You know, that's a great thing. But if it's something that you feel that is hurting you, you know, acknowledge it and thank it for coming. And it doesn't necessarily mean because you had got it from your parent that you need to keep it. If it doesn't serve you, you can let it go. I give you permission to let it go. So, especially in this time with the mothers, the sacred feminine and female energy are being honored because we stand strong right now in in the universe because of COVID and all the destruction that has happened to the planet, you know, which is normal and expected that because the female energy is the nurturing and healing energy and always will be. Um, and that's with, you know, anybody that stands within the feminine energy, it's just nurturing. And, um, you know we know that we are honoring them and it's important not to forget the importance of fathers also that they do play an important role in our lives and in this world universally so the energy of the mother and father are two complementary energies and it's necessary obviously to bring a healthy human being to fruition in this world um, some ideas that surrounding fathers are changing in the wake of you know Obviously, our modern times, their parenting skills are changing. Uh, they're more egalitarian roles that are evolving between the sexes, and that's in in all in all species and all beings. Um, they're taking on more of the of the parenting roles with their children and staying home, and it's kind of like the roles are reversing in a way. Um, more men are embodying the mother energy these days and a woman can provide father energy for children so more men are more men are going into their feminine energies and more women are going into their masculine energies and i heard someone say that that people or men per se that embody feminine energies that um you know, and I'm, I'm not a controversial person, but I don't apologize for what I say, because I speak what I'm what I channel. And I think that we need both feminine and masculine energy in this world for it to survive. Um, it's like we need light and dark to survive, because without dark, there is no light. And um, I heard somebody speak about that the world, that the men are changing and becoming more feminine because, um, that it, this becoming like a stigma or a label that they're not connected or they're not, um, that they're not, they're like putting themselves out of a place where they once belonged. And that other countries are saying that as The men go more towards the feminine energy that the other parts of the world are teaching their men to be more manly. I find that so off the wall and so out of the soul of a being, just because a man has maybe or goes into or uses his feminine energy doesn't make him less manly per se. And the same with a woman doesn't make her less feminine you need both to survive. There has to be an equal balance of both. And if some days you may need to be more feminine, some days you may need to be more masculine. It's just depending on, you know, what you need at that moment, or, you know, what energy is required for you to get through a task or a job or a situation. So I don't want anybody beating themselves up when they hear that stuff, you know, on, on, on Facebook or on podcasts that, you shouldn't be who you're exactly who you're supposed to be. And you're so perfect, you know, being who you are. So I do take offense to that, that people, you know, you know, say things like that, you know, and that goes with, you know, being homosexual, being gay, whatever it is, you have a right to be whomever you choose to be and just love yourself and love your energy and love your being and people that say things and and it's very disparaging to hear these remarks that people shouldn't be who they say because countries are saying this or, you know, it's the in thing to say on Facebook so they can get more clicks or whatever. Just love yourself. You're perfect exactly the way you are. Okay, so let me get back to what I was saying. So I think it's a beautiful thing that that more dads are stepping up and more dads are coming back into the lives of their children. And not every situation is perfect. But just accept it for what it is if it's acceptable to you. And if it's not, it's just not so many children beat themselves up because they have this love hate relationship, you know, with their dads, you know, they're either their dads leaving or whatever the circumstances were, I'm not here to stand in judgment of anybody. I know that things happen. You know for reasons that they just do so just love who you are and whatever you receive from your dad or your father you know embrace it if it's good for you if it's not you just let it go um, either way I know that we can all benefit thinking about fathers and how they influence who we've become in this walk of life and how we walk through the world uh, and I say this because um, from personal experience, because that my dad hasn't been in my life since I was 12 years old, and my mom raised uh, five of us. Um, I have two brothers and three sisters. And so I walked through this life, you know, being with my mom and, and absorbing her energy, obviously, and my mom was very much always in her masculine energy because she had to be... You know, both parents to us, but I didn't disrespect. You know, men per se in general. You know, I just had and um, I just had ill will feelings towards my dad because he didn't step up financially to help my mother, or you know, want to be especially in my brother's lives. uh, You know, and that's a sad thing. You know, for for moms or children to have to face is you know oh and. Don't get me wrong, there could be dads in there that you don't want in your children's life because of, you know, situations or events that happened around them. That's just not good for them. But, you know, as a mom myself, I have two boys and uh, I have a girl, you know, you have to look at that, you know, I think as a mom, I think, you know, you need to look at that area and that situation and you know, if if the dad is, you know, a decent person and, you know, he has things that, you know, your children need to be taught, especially, you know, not, I think both, both boys and girls, you know, there's things that he has and things that he knows as a male that need to be taught to your boys and to your girls. And and it's a special bond, just like the bond with the mom. So don't discount the dad so much in your lives. You know, you may have to, You know, talk about situations with with the dads. You know, I can't say because every situation is different. But I do know that dads do need to be honored also. Fathers need to be honored. Because they do play an important role in our children's lives. And I think they play a role also in our lives. You know, if if we're in a relationship with them. You know, just think of your dad, the things that he's taught you. Um, I know I'm rambling on here. I'm just trying to feel what I'm feeling from the people that have talked to me about, you know, them not having dads in their lives and what they've missed out on and how they look to, you know, other male, other male relationships in their life to help them through um, difficult times or just needing that that person, that, that that male version of a dad in their life. And, and it's important, you know, my, my brother's Luckily, you know, you know, I grew up and are really great guys. My kids are really great, you know, too. My boys are really great, you know, and I know that there's, it's important that there's a father in their lives to father figure. And it doesn't mean if you're divorced or separated or, you know, you just have to look at the situation and, and allow yourself to feel The importance of them being in their lives. And like I said, you know, it's not all perfect and every situation is different. So obviously you have to decide, you know, if you want it or not. But I do want to honor the fathers for Father's Day coming up and for the fathers that stood strong and taking the roles and understanding their purpose and helping, you know, this generation grow and all that advice and everything that they give that they give us the energy that they give us it's a beautiful thing there's many 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 beautiful men that i've met in my life that have a beautiful energy that make my world so beautiful and they come into my life at the most amazing times and i think and i think not that i think i know that they were sent they were sent by the universe Um, and it's important to have those kind of relationships. So as a mom and as a woman, I want to say happy Father's Day. And I thank the men who are taking on these important roles and standing up and changing, changing the stereotypical societal way that we think of them today. So I thank you and I honor you. And I thank you all for listening to today's podcast on Mirror Mirror, the unapologetic podcast with me, Diane Sassano. And again, if you need any kind of help or information or just want to talk, please go to my Facebook page, Healing with Diane. Or you can visit my website, healingwithdiane.net for an appointment. And again, have a beautiful day and I send you all love and light. to Mira Mira, the Unapologetic Podcast, and this is your host, Diane Sassano. And today I'm going to follow up in a series of um, talks that we've been having here about narcissism, narcissists, and their tricks and their tools that they have. Um, So today we're going to talk about gaslighting and what that means to you and how that, um, directly affects your your beingness and just kind of like destroys you and make you think like you're absolutely crazy. Um, we all know that the new term narcissist um, is a direct break off of the word a psychopath, sociopath. And so when we talk about narcissist, you know, I think that uh, some of us try to paint a light or shine a light on them as if that we can dissect them, take them apart and figure out how they worked. It doesn't work that way. This is still, I want to say, a new disease, disorder, disruption, however you want to classify it or label it. Um, I liken them to Frankenstein. that uh, they have bits and pieces of everybody supplied that they've ever been with. And it forms, it forms who they are. So that's the false self because you'll never know their real self because of the mask that they wear. So we do know that they do humane things, um, which gaslighting is one of them. Um, and I would say that you definitely want to, you know, it's hard to say, you know, get a handle on it when you're not even aware that it's being done to you, you know, because you come into a relationship or are in a relationship with a person. And, you know, as a normal person, quote unquote, you, you just love, you're just there because you love that person, or you care about that person. And you can't get through your mind that how can a person you know, after the fact, how can a person treat you, behave, you know, you know, in this humane way, because you just can't grasp the concept that you're dealing with, you know, literally a monster. So just kind of think of Frankenstein, you know, how he's programmed and he's programmed himself and how he has bits and pieces of body parts added to him to make him, you know, appear outwardly like he's a whole person and he's not, he's just bits and pieces of people that he, that, you know, were picked up along the way. So that's what you're dealing with. So, you know, it's, um, I would like to give you back something really powerful and, um, you know, to help you understand gaslighting. So I can tell you that journaling is really critical because when you journal what you're going through, you can gain some clarity and it can make some sense of all this mayhem and madness that you're going through, you know, and you need to learn to empower yourself, take back your power because that's basically what you've done. You've handed over your power to this monster that has no compassion or feeling for what you're going through or can understand the depth of normalcy per se. Um, so the meaning of gaslighting, so you can understand it is, um, I'm sure everybody's seen the movie, um, uh, called Gaslight. I think it was in, uh, back in the 40s I believe that it was made if you ever get a chance to watch it you should watch it because that's like the perfect gaslighting techniques that were used to distort the reality to that poor woman um it's what they do to you is that when you question something that you know is right within you and they tell you that you're wrong so when someone does this to you consistently It really makes you take a step back and question yourself, question your sanity. Um, You know, like a part of you says, I know what I saw, I know what I heard. And then you question the person and they'll say, you know, they'll turn it around and say, but that's not what happened. That never was. So, you know, after a while being with a person that is perfectionist at doing this, you do start to question your own sanity. So it's, uh, they turn your life upside down, inside out. And it's just literally insanity. It's like, um, it's, I can't even liken it to what I was thinking of because it's worse than that. It's, um, okay, so let me explain it to you. Excuse me, because I have a cold. Um, let's say, um, you have a good friend, right? And, um, a, a person, a narcissist, um, was controlling this person and like, they kind of like question them, they monitor them, you know, they're constantly like, you know, uh, on your back, you know, uh, over your shoulder and didn't trust her, puts tracking devices on him or her and, They want uh, to provide evidence, kind of like everything that, you know, he or she does. But the crazy thing is that they make that behavior, that poor, bad behavior, right. And they justify it by saying that, you know you know, well, because this so-and-so did this, you know, how does that make it wrong for me? But they're not in that other situation or circumstance. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very selfish of them. It's, they question everything, anything you do to make it look bad. And bad because they have to have support for the things that they do. So if they tell you that you're doing all the bad stuff, but it's really not you, it's them. That's how they justify it by I'm not doing this. You're doing the bad stuff. So they make their bad stuff look good and your good stuff look bad. So that's one form of um, gaslighting um, man, they have excuses, they have diversions, they justify accusations, they fabricate evidence, um, and they'll just hold on to this totally insane narrative, right? And they're pathological liars. So they do know how to create allies, right? With their fabricating stories and, um, You know, and this, this is how, this is how, um, when they start the, the devaluation process and they start with their flying monkeys and everything, this is what they start doing. They take all those fabricated stories that they made up about you and it was all your fault. You did this. And these people, you know, tend to believe them because, you know, outwardly they act like, you know, kind, loving, you know, people but meanwhile they really don't know the monster that hides behind that wall in there. So, you know, the the worst thing that I seen because I was in a narcissistic relationship is that you have morals and values and they make it so impossible for you to get along with your own self because you're fighting for a basic human rights and decency about you know what you stand for and who you are and and you do this over and over again so all of a sudden you just become this defense mechanism and you end up angry all the time you lose your cool because you're constantly being you're constantly self-doubting who you are and this is how they gaslight you they just make you believe like you're totally off the wall like everything that you know is good and innocent within you because that's how you view people you can't you just can't comprehend the damage that's being done to you by this monster um and it's just normal you know, humane, fun, fundamental decency that, that you have as a human being, they don't have. And, <clears throat> you know, it, you know, it doesn't matter what words that you use or what symbolism you get them or give them, you know, you're always going to be wrong. You're never going to be right. So, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, it's not as simple as that. I mean, it's very complex, but the simplest way to understand that, is just frame them as Frankenstein. Now, some people, when I say this to them, they don't like that term. But hey, why can't we use something that's the truth? You know, when when a psychopath, which they are, is is dismantling a human being and taking them apart piece by piece, <clears throat> so they can absorb all that goodness from them. Why can't we just call it? You know what it is. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that because I was in a relationship and I saw it and I lived it and, and I know it from firsthand experience. So if you, if you start to change who you are and, and instinctually, you're not listening to yourself and, and now you're believing everything that this person is telling you, you know, get out. I can say, get out because you're, you know, you're being destroyed bit by bit, piece by piece. It's impossible. Hear me. It's impossible to have a healthy relationship with them because they live in a place of insecurity. You hear me? They live in a place of insecurity. There is no saving them. I know I'm a born healer. You can't save them, save yourself. Um, They all they want to do is hurt you, they take from you like a vampire, and then when they have no use for you any longer, they discard you and they discard you in the most awful, horrific way that you could ever imagine. Um, so it's basically just look, they switched your tables on you. That's basically what gaslighting is you say it's right, they say it's wrong. If you say it's black, they'll say it's white. And then you'll start to believe them because that's how you know believe it or not, they're very intuitive. They they study you. You're, you're, you're like a manual and they study your every move, your every nuance, everything about you they learn. So they're they're on to you more than you're on to them. Um so just remember that according to any narcissist, you're the problem, they're not. And I know that you want to find a solution. You want to get the why. But there's no way, no how, are you ever going to get a narcissist to ever tell you that they're the problem and they're going to fix themselves? They'll tell you that, you know, maybe in the beginning when they're love bombing you. But I can tell you that it's never going to happen. They just use you and suck every bit of life out of you. And you know, and then they hope that you just like will just disappear. Um, so, uh, like I said, um, one of the good ways to help yourself, you know, when you do end the relationship and go away, go no contact, um, journal, journaling is really good and get yourself some help, a therapist, um, that deals in narcissism, um, because it's so new that, For the victims, like ourselves, there is no therapist that truly know how to help us um, out there. There's very few, very few, I should say, that know how to help us. Um, There's more help for the narcissist than there is for the victim of the narcissist. Um, So the best thing I can tell you is that um, believe what you feel within your body and know that, that you know you're a healthy person. Don't let them take that health from you. Don't let them take your love. Don't let them take your kindness. Don't take the, let them take your self, self of you know yourself of being away from you. You know don't be a victim um, and think that you're useless or that you're horrible. You know for wanting to leave them, thinking them that that they're ill. They do not want to be helped. Do You understand that they do not want to be helped. You know, you can't cope, you can't help, you can't save them. I'm sorry to say that, but you can't. So it's one of the, gaslighting is one of the worst forms of control that a narcissist has over you. And it makes you very dependent on them, codependent. And that's what they love. So they totally take your health, your power, and your sovereignty. They take it because they feel you don't need it that they do oh, my goodness there are thousands and thousands of examples I can give you on gaslighting and um, it's so important for you to understand that you're basically in a maze and you need to learn all the twists and turns you know the confusion the lies the projecting that and the blame shifting onto you and they really tried to convince you that you know that this serious that you're the one who's crazy, you know. So understand, you know, you're not. You know, there's 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 help out there. There's people that are on Facebook. There's people that are on YouTube that, you know, you can listen and help and, and try and you know find somebody that just doesn't speak to you or that you speak to find someone that can help you save you from from this insidious person. Um, you know, I feel for you all, you know, I've been there and I help women that go through or have been in narcissistic, you know, relationships and men also who've been in narcissistic relationships. It's probably one of the most insidious, horrific relationships that I've ever been involved in and and that I witness. I see the destruction that it causes to the person and their families, and especially their children. So, Um, I send you all so much love and hugs. I know what it's like to be there. Um, if you are looking for help, I can help you, um, escape the narcissist and you can heal. Believe me, you can heal from this. Um, I do have modalities, timeline therapy and, and hypnotherapy and NLP that I can help you with. And believe me, it it would be my honor to help you. So if you're looking for some help and, and reach out to me you can dm me on facebook healing with diane or you can go to my website healingwithdiane.net um i'm an open book any questions you have i'll be more than happy to answer for you go to my page healing with diane on facebook i do give um a lot of advice in there for free and as again i do love you guys and sending out big hugs to you so stay tuned for, um, I'll follow up with another, uh, narcissist, um, podcast, but in the meantime, take care of you and protect yourself, um, love and light to you. And I hope to see you soon or hear from you soon. Pass this along to someone that you feel may need this. Because if you're listening to this today, you were meant to be here or whenever you stop by, this was meant for you. So don't be afraid to reach out, talk, totally confidential. I'm here for you. So reach me again at Healing With Diane on Facebook or HealingWithDiane.net on my website. Take care and sending you love and light.